Parenting is one of the most challenging things that anybody does and we need all the help we can get. That's what we're going to talk about today, season of parenting. Welcome back to The Home Place. Uh, this is Carolyn, my lovely wife. I'm Paul, and today it's season of parenting. Oh, yeah. The, the good thing is that we don't have to parent our whole life. <laughs> you know, maybe we don't start till 20 and we're done you know, by 60, but there's a... There's a well, we, we're never done. We're never done. I'm just being real. It's yep. never done. And I just want to go to the start, really, of parenting. You know, in fact, here on the um, graphic here is that beautiful picture of that little baby. And what a of course, it starts before the baby's here, but um, I had, had a lot to do with that whole miracle of birth, being a midwife, and it's just a priceless experience. It was an awesome event every time, never got old, never got tired of it, seeing that little one come into the world and take its first gasp and open its eyes and cry and all the things that happen. Now the I've only seen two babies come into the world, right. Anna and Caleb, and you've seen hundreds. Yeah, but yeah, and it's, brought it, hundreds into it, the world. It's, it's a miracle. It is. Now we got, I want to start off with this quote here. Um, I don't know if I've got it on the screen. I have the. Um, it's talking here about the highest service that we have to God. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Listen to it. It says the education and training of their children to be Christians is the highest service that parents can render to God. That's amazing. The highest service that parents can render. And, and so what that's is the more highest... than being a church elder, that's <laughs> more than being a pastor, that's more than being a missionary, it's... And what is the highest service? Raising ch children to be Christians. That's right, yeah. This is for parents, of course. Right. Um, so it's a huge topic. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were just talking before we rolled camera that yeah, we've we've spoken for hundreds of hours on parenting. We've talked for thousands of hours. And poured in thousands of hours. How are we going to get this down into 20 minutes? But you know, we're going to do our best. So we, we've got a lot to cover. The lesson covered mm -hmm, all aspects. Mm -hmm. The first thing was couples who don't have any children. Right. Now, that might seem a strange link to parenting, but, you know, it's... Well, I think it needs to be covered. We need to cover the topic yeah. because when couples don't have children and others do, it the parenting part affects them. Oh yeah, and it, it's it's got to be a huge hurt. Oh, it, it to, it's to, a grief. to want children and, and yeah. not be able to have it's, them. It's a grief all of its own. Which right. you know, if you've experienced this, you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you haven't, I don't think anybody can enter in unless right. they've experienced it. Right. So if you are one of those people that, or couples that would like children, but God's not opened the way. From Paul and Carolyn here at The Home Place, we are so sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we could do something, we would, but obviously that's the Lord knows best. And um, the, the thing that does, that strikes me is if we know couples and they don't have any children, we don't know why, but, and we have children, we can kind of let them interact with our children. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, um, leave them with the couple, but we can let them play with the children and just have some interaction. It might fill their uh, desire a little mm -hmm. bit. And uh, of course, there's adoption. There's yeah. other things that, that can be done. And something that's really important, I think, to stress is that I have heard it said, well, you know, you're not a family, you don't have children. 
you're a family when you that's right. say the I do. We yeah. talked about it in That's other when weeks. a family is born. That's where it altar. starts. Yeah, you Whether leave your not, father and mother. <laughs> that's right. Whether or not children come into the home, you're still a family. Okay. Well, Monday, it was talking, we've gone from parents with no children and then on Monday we went into single parenting and that's a huge topic oh. and again I want to apologize to single parents watching this because we're never going to be able to cover it at the depth and the breadth that you would desire and need well maybe we can in another program but right. not in this program right. because parenting is difficult anybody will tell you that if you're I mean if you're just happy-go-lucky it gets difficult down the line <laughs> but if you're really trying to do this properly and bring in Christian if you're principles, earnest parents earnest, it's difficult but that's with two when you take one and you remove 50%, you're down to one person. Well, then it becomes super difficult. And, <laughs> and before you even get to the actual parenting part, just being that one, there's, a, there's usually some traumatic history yeah. behind divorce, death, whatever, yeah. that's behind that parent that's the only parent in the picture. The good thing is, single parents, that God is there, and I know that can be a cliche, mm -hmm. but he is going to do things. He's, you can't cover all the bases now. There's only one of you, not two of you. But somehow God fills in those cracks normally later than we would desire. Uh, th there's this Bible verse I wanted to bring up. It's uh, Jeremiah 32:27, And well, some of us may have heard it before. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? What an amazing verse. I mean, how do you answer that question? Is there anything too hard for well, God? Well, no, there isn't. And God does fill that void. But I, want, I don't want to get into that cliche and just, you know, well, okay, you're a single parent. God will fill the void and the rest of us breathe along merrily. Right. There's a responsibility from the church family to be supporting the Definitely. single parent. Yeah. There's a responsibility from extended family to support that single parent. And something that's really important is as we go on during this, this program right here to talk about other aspects of parenting, something that is really important is to realize that as a single parent, you are not gonna be able to cover everything that two parents would. You're just not, right. you're not superhuman. That's what I was saying. That's why the, and it sounds like a cliche, but God somehow does fill that in. He does. But there's, you know, as people listen to a lot of the stuff, you listen to a lot of the YouTube stuff we've got up there, stuff from years back and everything else, and you can feel somewhat daunted. How will I ever make the grade and be able to implement all these different things? Right. Reality is you're not. Yeah. And God will show you what you can do and you're going to have to be content with what you can do and leave what you can't do. And, you know, you, you and he will figure out what that's going to be. I don't want to make a prescription for right. any one family, right. one, one parent, but just know that you can't carry the same weight and you shouldn't feel the pressure of that. Very good, very good indeed. Um, Tuesday went on to the joy and responsibility of parenting, so. Well, you know, the, the one thing that, of course, we all know is that when they're born, because I've delivered many of them, when they're born, they don't come with a manual in their hands. <laughs> this is how you parent me. It doesn't happen, and if they with, did, guess what? Every single baby would be born with a different manual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the, the the children have different personalities oh, yeah. and it brought this out in the lesson. Some children might require a very firm hand and you, know, you have to be a pretty firm parent. But if you apply that same amount of firmness 
if that is a word, to the more sensitive child, you crush them mm -hmm. and, 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 you mm -hmm. know, they, they will never bloom. Um, it's just like you, if you cut down a big tree, you get a chainsaw, you know, well, when you're I'm working, working in the greenhouse, you don't need a chainsaw. Well, working <laughs> in the greenhouse, each plant, each variety of plant needs different. Yeah, we're going to take you into the greenhouse in another program. We but that's, are. That's not for now. <laughs> it's going have... crazy out there. Um, <laughs> Carolyn's parenting to like 2,000 plants at the moment. And she's, <laughs> she's starting to go grey. Anyway, let's move on to this verse. Um, another one of my favourite verses. And it really does apply to parenting. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labour in vain that build it. Right. What's that got to do with parenting? Unless the Lord... Unless we are parenting God's way, mm -hmm. we're laboring in vain. And praise God, there is instruction in his word. We have uh, bunches of good parenting books, Adventist Home, Child Guidance, Fundamentals of Christian Education. These are solid books with tangible very principles. principles. Very I mean, yeah. ideal, yeah, and a, a high standard. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're not trying to gobble up the whole book and do it in one day. <laughs> I mean... You're going to but be we tried that. It didn't going work. Going to be parenting for twenty years. So unless, <laughs> 20 unless, years. <laughs> you're funny for life. <laughs> but really, what this verse tells me is we've got to parent God's way. Yeah. And there's we do. lots of ways to parent. There's lots of theories out there. Deuteronomy chapter six. We haven't got time to go into all of it, but read chapter six, Deuteronomy chapter six, four through about twenty. Um, and th there's good stuff there about training your children and teaching them to um, follow the Lord. Very good. The one thing that for us, as we boil down parenting, it's getting the right balance between love and firmness. Mm -hmm. And again, we have spoken for a lot on this. It's, you can find it on our YouTube channel mm -hmm. or on our website. There's a whole program called With Love and Firmness. That's right. And... Um, we have got to, when we're parenting our children, they've got to know that we love them to bits. Mm -hmm. they've, they've got to know that, you know, other people like them, and but other people will come and go, friends, but we love those kids like nobody else. Uh, whether they're adopted or biological, they just got to know that we're right there for them. Mm -hmm. And they got to see that in action. Uh, not this half-hearted, you know, yeah, you're bothering me, go away. You know, not that Have kind of stuff. Have my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the the other side, as well as the, the love, there's got to be firmness mm -hmm. there. More and more, we are bumping into parents that just let their kids get away with stuff. And then they come to us and say, hey, my children are doing this, what should I do? And I think... How did they ever get to do that? I mean, our kids would never, they would never even get there because we jumped on it right away. So you, you've got to, or we found, you've got to mix in the love with the firmness. You can't be all love. Mm -hmm. What happens if it's all love? Well, it's all love because firmness is love. Yes, that's when right. Because we, when we don't, when we aren't consistent and call our young people to accountability, that isn't love. Right, right. So, but, but when I'm saying love, I'm, I'm meaning the more traditional love of, you know, oh, everybody's happy type love. Right, and what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So if, if all we give them is the, the, the love side of it without the firmness, even though I know firmness is love, what happens to a child if they're, if they're just allowed everything? Well, they're not happy for mm -hmm. a start off, for sure. Well, they're happy in the short term, I guess. Yeah, 
but then it, it not comes even, unraveled. Not even hardly much in the short term. And then what happens if we're too firm with a child? Actually, the outcome is pretty similar. Yeah, that we've found that from our own experience. So you've <laughs> got to get that balance. Either way, can turn, turn into rebellion in the heart of a I'll child. Put, actually, I'll put a link at the end of this video. Um, just stay with it and there'll be a, a YouTube there that you can click right on if you're on YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook, you'll have to hop over to YouTube to catch it. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we are just scratching the surface. This yeah, is terrible. Really. Um, parents as disciple makers. Um, what have we got here, wifey? Well, you know, in the world today, children are supposed to be able to decide everything about themselves from what gender they are right. <laughs> to whatever it is they want to do. And basically the whole aim of society is to let the child lead the way right which is the complete opposite of biblical principles which was we the parents lead the way right and so that discipling is kind of been blown out of the water right. today now now i like this verse as well uh not that one where was it um no it's not there so well i'll read my one whilst you'll find in yours <laughs> <laughs> i got mine on my ipad here i just didn't have a slide for it okay mine is proverbs 29 and verse 15 and it says, the rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. That's the child just left to come up. It's kind of like the weeds. They just come up, kind of come up any old way they want to come up. And it somehow, turns into yeah, a negative thing. I, I know what thing. you're saying. Somehow we are living in a culture that we're afraid to cross the will of our mm -hmm. children. And not that we really mean it this way, but we're so kind of mamby-pamby that they end up, yeah, you want a phone? Oh, you've got a phone. Where do you get your phone from? And it's like, oh, well, too bad. We didn't want that, but oh, now you got one. It's rather than taking charge of the situation. The, the text I was looking for here is Genesis 18, 19, and it's speaking of Abraham, you know, the, 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 the great patriarch of the Old Testament. It says, for I know him, this is, this is God speaking, for mm -hmm. I know him, Abraham, that he will command his children and his household after him. He really went for it. You know, he was not afraid to take the lead. Mm -hmm. Most, if, if you're running a company, and you're the CEO and you, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything to shipping and I don't want to say anything to, you know, invoicing. It's like, oh, I don't want to upset anybody. The company's going to fall apart. I mean, that's just how it is. So we have to take the lead, but we have to do it in Christ's way with mm -hmm. his tenderness mm -hmm. and his tact and his compassion and patience. But nevertheless, we do need to take mm -hmm. the lead. Definitely. Otherwise the children will. Definitely. And you know, the Bible is a fantastic parenting manual. If you just read the Bible from that point of view only and looked at whatever you could learn about how God parents his children, therefore us. Well, the whole children of Israel. Right. It's a complete parenting how, how story. How God dealt with them. He, right. he sent them off into the wilderness for 40 years and, you know, right. into captivity. But, but then there's the different stories, Abraham and Isaac and all these different ones and just the mistakes they made and the Bible doesn't beat about the bush on those mistakes. They're right there. You right. don't have favorites. Yeah. It, went, it went, in, went in the family, you know. Yes, yes, yes. It's, yeah, um, Jacob did it and then Joseph did it. And, and it, it points out the, uh, I was thinking also of Eli. Eli was the high priest. That was like, mm -hmm. that was like the Pope. <laughs> it, was, it was the highest level that you could get in the church. And I don't know, he, he was... He I was, meant Isaac did it and then right, Jacob did yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so Eli was...
kind of a yielding personality we read and he didn't really take charge of his sons and his sons were in the sanctuary there doing their thing and they weren't doing it right and they were breaking all the rules and Eli didn't deal with it but God dealt with Eli right <laughs> so you know parents I'm not trying to scare you but God what was it it's the greatest work that we can do mm -hmm. is to parent our our kids and so it's important that we do this and that we take the situation seriously right and and not let them just run riot yeah um, yeah so yeah. Uh, again it's that love and firmness it's it's super important um, now on Thursday are, are you finished with I'm I'm on Thursday okay alrighty. <laughs> fighting for your prodigal child mm -hmm. um, what a thought you know we raise them to make good choices yeah but at the end of the day the choice is theirs god doesn't make them mini little robots mini us right that he gives us the power of choice and our children the power of choice there's uh the verse here that uh, went through the lesson train up a child mm -hmm. in the way he should go well that's a huge topic even that first line <laughs> and when he is old he will not depart from it um but we know we know children of, uh, sometimes are trained the right way, or at least the parents do their very best, and they give them all the Christian advantages, and then the children turn their back on it. And I think that because we as parents can do something about our parenting. Mm -hmm. we, can, we can get on our knees and say, God, I got to do this right and we can search his word and we can search the council and we can be patient and we can take our children aside and we can talk to them and we can hug on them and all of that stuff but at the end of the day it's their choice whether they right take it. and that's where it's a faith it's a promise and there's a degree of faith that must be had in this promise and you know as i talk to different moms i, I get moms you know obviously that want to talk about the troubles that they have with their young people and i encourage them to keep pouring in your part right and but it's there's a gap in that in this verse, promise. there is there's child and then there's and when he is old and somewhere between child and old some of those young people make different choices than we would have and we have to have the faith that we've poured in the best we knew how to do and we trust God to bring about the result. And you don't get given a time frame on that right. between child and old. Might be a year, might be a month, might be 10 years. Yeah, here's a few things that some of these the lesson brought out, some of these we know from our, uh, our own uh, counseling with, with parents is, if you've got a child that has gone astray, um, that can cause a huge tension mm -hmm. between mom and dad. It's mm -hmm. because, wow, you did it, you know, and you were too soft or, you know, you were too firm and, you know, it can actually cause a problem well, and here then, as well. And sometimes a child can work on one parent yeah. and that can cause a divide and it's a serious matter and shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. So parents, don't, if you've got a prodigal, somebody who you've poured your heart and your life into and they're, they're now you know, not following the Lord, don't let it divide you. Right. You've got to come together because that's going to be more inviting for them to come back right. rather right. than mom and dad arguing or mom and dad getting divorced. Then what have they got to come back to? Right, exactly. Um, exactly. So you've got a part of, part of fighting for your prodigal is fighting for your marriage. Right. And, and you know, one of the key things in fighting for our prodigals is pray, pray, and more prayer. Yeah. Seriously, and don't, and don't give up hope. That's right, and don't blame yourself. Right. 
because you know it says train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he won't depart from it well he departed from it so I obviously didn't do a good job and you know you did the best you knew. Yeah, I mean, maybe you would do it better. You know, our kids are 20 and 22. If we were starting with a zero and a two-year-old... We would do it differently. We would do it, hopefully we'd do it a whole lot better. We have learned so much. I right. mean, it's scary, isn't it, that God gives, you know, 20-year-olds kids to raise. Well, you'd often, you know, we've often said, if you just did it when you were grandparents, you'd learn all that stuff. <laughs> and now, you'd, of course, then you'd be indulgent, but yeah, maybe. maybe. But, but yeah, it is scary. So don't blame yourself for the mm -hmm. mistakes you've made what good is that going to do it's like Paul said we got to press forward forgetting those things that are behind and here's another thing that can happen and kind of in the church setting so there's a family with a child that's gone off the deep end and other families whose children haven't tend to cast judgment Right. And it's very important that we don't allow ourselves to go there. Right. But for the grace of God, we could be in the same situation. That's right. That's right. The kids have got free choice. And right. if they want to rebel against it, it's not it's not necessarily down to our parenting, but for the grace of God, there go my kids. Right. Um, so, so rather than have judgment, have compassion. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And don't be embarrassed to ask for help Absolutely. and support and prayer. Um, I mean, there, there is power in... Um, intercessory prayer. Get the whole church praying for your prodigal. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we've been rapping on for quite a while. <laughs> and like we said, we only scratched the surface. We are so sorry. We have one final thought. One final thought and one final quote, I think. Um, you owe your first duty to your children. After God. After, uh, after God, yes. Um, and also, you, it wouldn't be right for you to, you have to read this in its context to say, oh, I'm siding with the children, forget you, husband. That wouldn't be right. That's not the context of this or the same for me to you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we, we can put a lot of things ahead of our kids. We can say, oh yeah, I've got to carry on with my hobby and I've got to earn the money. And it's like, yeah, you've got to do those things, but don't let it eclipse the duty. Mm -hmm. Because one thing we have realized, you know, you have your kids and by the time they're 18, 20, they're going off to school or work or whatever. So really, the intense part of parenting is pretty short. It is. You know, that's why I, I was say just encouraging years. a mom this Sabbath, and she was talking about I, it was she'd had some pretty sleepless nights, and I'm like, you know, this is a tough, it's a tough season. Right. But don't wish it away because then all of a sudden your children are off, and you just wish they were home. That you they they give they you, you're still that. having sleepless <laughs> nights because now you're wondering about what they're doing, but you would kind of wish they were home. So just soak up the season that you are in that's right and parenting is a season it is it's not something that goes on forever obviously that you've got children but when they're grown and married you're not parenting in the same way not in the same way but you are always parents yeah so uh next week is times of loss and mm. this was this is going to be a good study it's a because very deep study. It's, it's going to talk about it's going to be pretty deep it's loss of health and loss of trust there's two days on that topic, loss yes. of trust, and then you know, loss of freedom, even loss of life. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to look at uh, times of loss and how that uh, works in the family. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for that little bit at the end. And God bless from Paul and Carolyn here at the Home Place.